Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to Hope for Today and our series on Family Matters. Thank you for joining co-hosts Naja E. Brown and Zenobia Bailey. Hi, Zenobia. Hello. As always, it's my pleasure to be here with you and with everyone. Well, thank you. We do thank our listeners, don't we? Yes, we do. We absolutely do. You know, I went back through some old papers, and I noticed that uh, we started this series back in January, January 12th, and here we are in the month of April already. And it's wow. truly been a pleasure to be able to discover, rediscover for some for the first time, and then just to be reminded of God's intention for the Christian family today. And as we continue with our podcast for today, it's part two on the Christian family and the children's role. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about what sort of expected of the children within the family We've already covered the husband's role and the wife's role, and we do uh, welcome or offer our guests to go back, uh, listeners to go back and and, uh, uh, listen to those those podcasts. And uh, at some point, it doesn't have to be uh, right away, but at some point, because it does make the series kind of come together. It connects it in a very succinct way. But the last time we were talking about the children's role, I introduced a particular passage and that is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. And it said, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And then it says, Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. And we talked about that passage. And we also read in Matthew chapter 15, verse 4, that uh, that passage says, For God said, Honor your father and your mother, and he who speaks evil of father or mother, let him be put to death. And then, of course, in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, it says, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. And then uh, we know that it's pleasing, well-pleasing to the Lord when children obey Uh, their parents, they're obedient to their parents in all things. So we left off a couple of weeks ago talking about what does honoring your parents look like practically as as the children uh, live out their lives, what does it look like? And we touched on a few of those uh, things that we shared, and then we said that we would come back today and talk about how caring for and remembering aging and or elderly parents is a way in which we can honor them. And so, Zenobia, I know you have a lot to share, and so do I, in that we are boomers. (laughs) We've got living aged parents, and both of us have been in a caregiving role. So how is that honoring our parents? How is it that we are remembering our aged parents and um, caring for them, and how does that equate to honoring them? Well, it's really um, it's so huge, but I, what, I guess I'll start by saying it's looking out for them. As mm-hmm. a parent, 
has looked out for his or her child, it's very it's it's the same thing on the reverse side. Um, we couldn't do for ourselves when we were infants and toddlers and youngsters, and even as we grew and became um, <clears throat> adolescents and teenagers and young adults, we still needed some guidance. And just as the child's role or the you know, the child is always going to be the child, but not child in terms of infancy and toddlerhood. But as the child's role in his or her formative years um, are to heed the parent um, and trust the parent, and I know I'm not directly answering your question, but I'm going to do my best. Um, so I, I, do see, I do see that the parent an aging parent, and particularly uh, a parent who is in need of caregiving, has a role to also to trust and um, rely on the discretion which we are assuming, and, and perhaps I shouldn't, but I'm going to assume because we only have these few minutes, assuming that the child's intent, his his child's, his daughter's, or her or his daughter or son's intent is to do the best for them and to act in their best interest. And that is what honoring them is about, you know, acting in their best interest on their behalf. Um, and, you know, as I thought about us coming to this this um, this time today, just from last uh, our last time together until today, I thought, wow, I can't. I'm not representative of that, although I have my mom with me here, um, it, physically here. I've been her caregiver or helping to be a caregiver um, all along her journey as she negotiates and her family uh, walks beside her through her uh, Alzheimer's disease. Uh, I just feel in in particular that I'm just falling so short at times just going to be very candid here, audience, very candid, nausea, um, very transparent. feels like I'm falling so short uh, because I don't, at the end of the day, and of any day, and um, even along the, 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 the day, I see where I should have or could have, at least I wanted to do, have done better. But recently, some scriptures have really hit me in the face. Um, one that comes to mind is um, Matthew seven twelve, and it uh -huh. says, "So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you." And then that takes me straight into the um, scripture that says in Mark chapter twelve, verse thirty one, "Love your neighbor as yourself." And my neighbor is my mom. My neighbor uh -huh. is my husband, but I'm going to use uh -huh. my mom right now. My neighbor is my mom, that I'm to love her as I love myself. Another scripture, Romans 13.10, says love, love does no harm to a neighbor. Uh -huh. That doesn't necessarily mean physical harm. That could be um, verbal. That could uh -huh. be mental. That could be physical. That could uh -huh. be emotional. Whether I intend it or not, I know when I've caused some discomfort. 
And I would say for um, a person that's battling Alzheimer's, that discomfort would be harm. They would perceive it and receive it as harm. Then it takes me straight to, now this, I mean, they all have hit me hard, but 1 Corinthians, our love chapter, we always refer to uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 as the love chapter. Uh Love is patient, kind, does not dishonor others, Uh not easily angered. I get angry a lot. Always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. When I feel like I cannot go any further, if I love her, I've got to step back, pray and call upon the power that I have in Jesus the Christ for him to help me to put yet one step and one action in front of the next because if I love her, Love never fails. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, that's uh, beautiful, and I do appreciate, and thank you for being um, transparent and very candid. You know, it's 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 hard. I, I've been there. It's, it, 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 it's very hard. And I think that one of the struggles that I had uh, in caring for my mom, along with my sisters, is the kind of the role reversal the reversed role it just it it didn't it didn't seem right you know so Mm -hmm. i had to work kind of through that process and then going back to that word honor we were trying to as as sisters we were trying to honor our mom's wishes in that she did not want to uh, leave her home the home that she had lived in more than 50 years and so we had to work through what that looked like and we had to come to grips with the decision that in fact did honor her in that a place where she could go and be safe and be well cared for was honoring her and so we had to kind of go through that transition but it's tough it's tough and for anyone who's going through it uh, you've got to find your strength in Jesus Christ and you've got to you got to you're going to grapple with things automatically because it's 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 tough. It's not an easy journey. And so no. I commend you for sharing uh with with us, you know, just how you've been convicted in the passages that have come to mind and um what uh you know what you're going through uh, as as a as a caregiver, as a, as a daughter um and it's okay because God knows, right? <laughs> Yes, he does know, but, um, you know, when you get convicted, then it's not okay because you need to um, allow him to restructure some things, and um, and that's been happening. It's, um, it's, it's, it's been a beautiful thing to see that um, it's okay to ignore, at least I think it is, to ignore um, some of the repetitiveness um, because, I, you know, we're both – in this together. This is not all about me, and neither is it all about her. And um, to the listeners, I would like to encourage you in that. Don't feel guilty by the fact that you are considering yourself, in, you know, as you go, because this is this concerns everyone. This doesn't just concern the one in need of the care, because if we take that p- posture sooner than later. Um, the one who is doing the caregiving is going to need a caregiver. <laughs> that is you know? so true. And um, 
in terms of honoring, I think you hit it right on the nose, Naja, that um, honoring does not necessarily mean abiding by what their wishes are. As much as you can, of course, you consider that. But uh-huh. even when you can do it, perhaps in the beginning of someone's um, uh, need, whether it, no matter what it is, it doesn't have to be Alzheimer's. It could be absolutely anything. It could be recovering from a surgery. It could be w- cancer. It could be whatever. Um, uh-huh. That in the beginning you may be able to honor and accommodate their desires, but things change and their needs will change and your needs will change. And so we have to be realistic and garner up assistance where we can get it, whether it be from siblings or friends, um, from a program or programs. Uh, No one, no one should ever feel like they can or need to walk this alone, even if you don't have family and loved ones. Um, um, Every state, I had another, I was on another show where we talked about this to, uh, to some degree, that every state has an agency on aging, and there's, that's a place to begin. Um, if, you're, uh, if you feel that you are alone because you need help, you cannot honor your parent if you don't take care of yourself. That's so true, yes, because they're relying on us. If they yes. are in a situation where they need our care, they're relying on us, and if we're not of the uh, the mind and the wherewithal and able body to be able to care for them, then uh, we're not doing what we should be doing. So that that is so true. Well, we we touched on a, a quite a few of the ways in which uh, children can honor their parents, and we spent quite a bit of time on uh, caring for and remembering aging and or elderly parents. But I just want to recap a few that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and that is just letting the parents be the parents and then accepting the parents' discipline and or instruction and or counsel and then obeying, of course, established household rules and then having a heart for service and contributing to the family's greater good. And then I suggested that uh, children think about praying for their parents as parents pray for their children. And then I want to add this. Just sometimes just saying thank you. Thank mm. you for who you are and the fact that you brought me into uh, this world. Just saying thank you. Just two small words, thank you, to our parents. And with that's that, I, I, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying that's really good. I like that. Okay. Gratefulness. I like it. Thank you yes. for saying that. Being grateful. So with that, we're almost out of time, and we're going to invite our listeners to join in in a couple of weeks, and that would be April 19th, as we consider um, what is the number one enemy of the Christian family today. So we thank you for listening. We want to say God bless you, and we look forward to you joining us in a couple of weeks. Do you want to say anything, Zenobia? Thank you, everybody. We really love you. Have a wonderful evening.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.